The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Oh. Peppermint crisps. <gasps> Peppermint arrow. Nom, 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 nom. I was just oh, thinking of foods that were green that he could get away with. Uh, yeah. And it'd have to have food coloring in it. To beer to be- it on some patties down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Gross, gross, gross. What's gross? gross. The, 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 the green beer? Or beer in beer general? Beer in general. You're not a beer person? No. Oh, okay. No, no. We had some cider the other day that was apple cider, but it still tasted a bit too much like beer. Really? Yeah, beer's gross. I had this really nice side the other week on uh, Diz Down Under uh, called Cherry Popper, and it was apple and cherry. Ooh. Oh, it was oh that sounds good. Cool. Really good. Why, why are you looking weird? Why is your face cherry, looking Cherry, anything cherry-flavoured. No, no, no not cherry-flavoured. Like, it was it like was had cherries. cherries oh, it. cherry popper, like. Yeah, it was like, it was like, like made the- with... Yeah, it was made with cherries and with apple, and they put, put it together, and they made a cider out of it uh, through some sort of Wiccan dealing. Uh, and, and I'm assuming that's how all alcohol is made. <laughs> As like, opposed to like cherry cola, where they just put some sort of chemical sludge that mm-hmm. they think tastes like cherry. Which is also oh. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, cherry-flavoured things and grape-flavoured things. No, nope. So nope. weird, yeah. No. No, 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 no. 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 Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. I, I love it. I think it's great. It's a, I was just a, like, as a, as a kid in Australia, uh, generally speaking, all the Cokes and stuff like mm. that, we had Coke. And then uh, at some point they brought out Diet Coke. And uh, that was that was our lot in life was those, those two things. And then you'd see over in America they had like Cherry Coke. Look, dude, I'm having the Cherry Coke. And you're like, why can't I have Cherry Coke? And then we'd have like shitty... Um, uh, vanilla off- Coke? No, 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 no. The vanilla Coke. I love Vanilla Coke. That's my, oh, my Coke of choice. I love Vanilla Coke. It's good. Mm- but the uh, we used to get like a uh, Crown and and all these other generic brands of cola. But then they'd do the cherry version of it. So I'd be like, "Aha! We've got kind of cherry Coke. It's shitty, but at least it's kind of like it." Do you we've had like over the last few episodes like an insight into Lewis's psyche? It's not like this real sort of FOMO kind of thing. Is like, why can't I have it? I'm going to collect them all now. Mm. Yeah, and now we have a whole room full of stuff. Can you explain to me your Coke obsession? My Coke obsession. Because you collected a whole lot of Coke stuff. His parents wouldn't s- let him have Coke as a child. Still <laughs> collecting Coke stuff. Well, when I, when I was young, mum and dad said, no, 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 you cannot have any cocaine. It's too Moorish. So <laughs> here is some heroin. That's, uh, you just have to stick to these hard drugs. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true at all. It was uh, it was methamphetamine. Um, <laughs> that's not true either. No. It was ecstasy. <laughs> We were ecking off our heads. We just had, like, water bottles out the, the wazoo. It was amazing. Oh. Ah, fun times at the Southern household. Uh, no, no, no. It was – um, it's from a – dad's having connections. Yeah. From a marketing standpoint, I think that that's what Coke uh, got me in because it kind of, like, took over the world. Like, starting as um, the the medicinal drink mm. it was when it was originally made, which was the, the drink that had cocaine in it. Uh, and then, like, you wouldn't Are think... Are we about to get a history lesson? No, yeah. no, no. You wouldn't think that, like, you, you put out a drink there that's got cocaine in it, and they're going, take this, it'll make you feel better. No fucking shit. <laughs> it was like, people would take the, the, the uh, cocaine-infused Coke, and they'd just go, wow, I feel great yeah. now. Yippity-doo-dah. Because that's how they spoke back in those days. Uh, and, uh, but then... 
then they took the cocaine out of it. And you think that would be the end of it. Like, you know, surely if you take the cocaine out of it, then no one's going to you know, want to drink this thing. And they went, let's pound it with shitloads of sugar. And then they put the sugar in it and then they put it back out in the market. Poor man's and, cocaine. Yeah. And people were like, zippity-doodah, I feel great. Yeah. And caffeine. And then, t- and then 20 minutes good. later, they're like, oh, I need another one. I've started to feel bad. <laughs> Quick, get me another yeah. one. So, yeah, so they did that. And it's just uh, the brand of Coke is as strong as the actual drink itself. So mm. it's just, yeah. It's the most recognized, isn't it? One of the most recognized brands yeah, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't had it for a while, though, and you drink it, you wonder why you've been drinking this caustic soda. For, mm. for Like, like I love it. I Don't get me wrong, but if I go a few weeks without having it, I drink some and I'm like, oh, my God, this is burning my insides. Mm. And then an hour later I'm like, I think I need more of that black stuff. <laughs> It scares me. It scares me that, like, uh, when I was a kid, I would drink. I must have drunk about like two or three liters of it a week. Yeah. Wow. Like, really? Your parents let you have Coke? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How uh, how come you're so skinny? Hey, how come I'm so skinny? Yeah. How come you were always skinny? Oh, the diabetes is in the post. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've no idea. Well, it, and uh, he his dad had like a fridge, and the fridge was just all Coke. The whole thing was just Coke, and he would drink a, two liters of Coke a day. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't actually drink all that much Coke. If I have one can once a month, it's probably about as much as uh, I drink. I'm, Jeez, okay. I assumed you drank more because you've got it in the fridge, and no, no, most of the stuff in the fridge we don't, we actually don't drink. Um, Why is it in there? There's like two bottles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just like you know, you get a can every now and again, and it goes in the fridge, and eventually we'll either. Yeah, but where do they come from? I don't know. Meals. <laughs> maybe yeah, go... something like that. Oh yeah, yeah maybe. Ah, uh, because yeah. you go to chicken train. I love how he's yeah. like, yeah, something like that. Don't talk yeah. about. It. <laughs> yeah. But Kat, Kat started using the, the coke in her coffees. She she get like a shot of coffee and then put uh, coke in there. I did that like twice last summer. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's <laughs> there's still a half empty bottle of coke in there. But my mate uh, Nick Branch from uh, the the, um, from Diz After Dark actually sent me these uh, Cokes uh, from England, uh, which are like mixture things. So oh. they've got like this one's infused with a woody kind of taste. Yeah. And, uh, so you, they've got like herbs and stuff in yeah. them, don't they? And don't- do you just drink it like that or do you mm. mix it with something? I think it's designed to be like a mixer that you have with alcohol. So this yeah. is batch number four, which has got patchouli, balsam, copper bar, oh. copaiba, bar. Um, basil, vetiver, and yuzu. I love okay. using yuzu. It, it sounds pretty hippie-ish, mm-hmm. and I say that because it's got patchouli in it. But I love the bottles, and I've got they I, are very I cool. Just because I think feel... no one's got that yang yang. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say that? How do you say it? Yang yang. A master yang, mixologist. Yang 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 yang. But yeah, it's it's really like uh, I think the bottles as well. I, but that's... they're designed to have with um, dark spirits, mm. so I'm guessing uh, like you'd have it with like yeah. a. A um, bourbon or something like that. And I swear that they, they these are the kind of bottles when you were buying Coke originally when it's like cocaine in it. I reckon that's probably the bottle you'd buy it in. That's yeah, because it looks probably like making medicine. that up. No, I reckon that's I reckon that's probably what can't it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. be checked. We can't, can't be checked. We can't verify that. <laughs> Could be anything. But it doesn't look it doesn't look carbonated though. That's the thing. Like yo, know, it's a, a Coke. Usually, if you do that, you get. Like oh, a bit of combination. I was like going, who's making a racket? <laughs> oh, raining. wow. It's really windy out there. Can you hear that, listeners? No, it's sweet, just the rain. Sweet sound of rain. <laughs> Marge, the rains are here. <laughs> More of that ASMR. Let's <laughs> hold the microphone s- up to the window. <laughs> I swear to God, I am going to do a bonus episode that is just ASMR 
and I don't know whether I'll pick a movie to review and I'll review it in like ASMR mode. <laughs> what do you give it? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be mostly whispering ASMR and just be like, An ASMR episode that's just like your love for Chris Evans. <laughs> and his peach bottom. <laughs> peach bottom. <laughs> Stop, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so, um, Coke, funny. what would you have that with? Food? I know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was getting wow, there. That was a ham-fisted <laughs> tangent if I ever heard one. Well, stuff it because <laughs> like, like, we're we're nearly, minutes in. And no, we're, we're nearly 10 minutes right, in. And you guys this is were ridiculous, just like, harping on. We are Tangent City. Have we actually introduced ourselves yet? No, that's what this one's oh, doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting get to it. We are Tangent City. I'm Cecilia. This is, uh, go around the room and introduce yourself. I'm, I'm Rachel. Hi, how are you? How's your day been? Oh, that's lovely. All right. I'm Lewis. You look nice. Um... <laughs> I'm Catherine. Have you done something different with your hair? <laughs> Good. I'm glad we got that out the way. Now we can move on. So this episode is all about food. Food, food, glorious food. Well, no, because like, so I jump onto the radio show with these two. And um, I'm pointing at Rachel and Lewis because you were away I'm doing sorry. work stuff. I'm sorry. Like a good little worker. <laughs> and so I went on there to review Lion King, but I'd oh. also seen White Crow with Lewis. And one of the things I said was that White Crow is one of those movies that like with some food movies or beverage movies or anything like that, you just want to go out and enjoy what they've got in the movie. And White Crow is a ballet movie. I really want to go to the ballet now. Mm -hmm. I've always kind of wanted to go but never had the opportunity. And now I'd actually seek out a show to go and see. So so there was that. A while ago, we started looking at doing a food-based episode because I'd gotten into watching – Oh, goodness, The Chef Show, um, which was John Tra- John Favreau. And that just took us down a bit of a rabbit hole of just all things food, mm-hmm. really, <laughs> to the point that I was actually going to make beignets today, but um, I decided to go to the pub instead. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so where are they? Because I was expecting oh, them. Man. And it's also like it's more it's of okay. a summer sport because you have to eat them outside because those bitches have oh. got a lot of powdered sugar on them. Yeah, too yeah. messy, too yeah. messy. And it's, as you heard earlier, it's not outdoor weather currently. <laughs> no, not today, dears. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's uh, with those food movies, and there's lots of them, I remember when Eat, Pray, Love came out and everyone mm. was doing the whole, oh, that's it, I'm going to go to Italy and eat pasta and then go and meditate and go and, you know, be one with myself in Bali. Yeah. A lot of people were doing that thing and it was like a almost became a bit of a joke. Yeah. But it definitely made – like, I love pasta. And while I was watching that film, I'm just like, yep, yeah, need pasta. Need pasta now? Mm-hmm. Yesterday I need pasta. And then you have movies like Sideways. <clears throat> oh, which of course. Sideways was a great movie because you got to see so much of that valley. What was the other one? Uh, da, 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 bottle Shock. Oh, I've got never to- seen that. <gasps> Alan Rickman, oh, you've got to see it. It's just so – it's it's a great little story to begin with, but Alan Rickman, I mean, 
it's always going to be great. Yeah. Um, but seeing that Sonoma, Napa Valley kind of area, when we got the opportunity to go to San Francisco, I was just like, we have to go out to the valleys and try some wine. And we did, didn't we? We did, yes. And it was really a, a, an interesting journey on so many levels because we basically we organized a private car. We decided we'd do it like um, a little bit. A little bit different because we wanted to do our own experience, but we didn't want to hire a car and have one of us having to like not navigate drink. and stuff. Yeah, no. or and not drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like having the driver that can't drink more to the point because like I'm happy with navigating, but um, I'm not happy driving the wrong side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> yeah, Lewis doesn't do that, and so and I like to drink. So, um, <laughs> so we organised. And it was for a wedding anniversary or something crazy like that, wasn't it? And yeah, so, those wedding anniversaries so crazy. Yeah. How they happen and every year. So we organized to go on this little jaunt, organized a, um, a car for the day, which was really cool. And our driver was awesome as well. He was a really cool dude. He was Japanese-American and he told us heaps of stories. Like his mum used to work for the Reagans and like, yeah, it was just like really crazy old stuff and mm. yeah, some of the little adventures, which you found a comic today that was based on – what his parents went through during the Second World War. Oh, they got um, they went to an internment camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm. yeah. uh, George Takai, uh, Sulu from Star Trek. I think that's how they met his parents. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. 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 Uh, George Takai, uh, who's Sulu from Star Star Trek, he was a young boy at the time that happened, and so his family all went to the internment concentration camps or internment camps or whatever you want to call them. I think the polite word is internment camps, but mm. they're kind of that's. It, yeah, yeah, and the uh, so I bought a uh, comic today, which is actually his story in, oh, in comic form. So. Wicked, wow. yeah, yeah. I but, um, yeah, Napa Valleys. It's it's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, we had quite the journey and just going through and you know going somewhere a little bit different for lunch and just um, where did we end up for lunch? Did we end up at um, ba, 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 ba. I'm pretty sure that was at uh, um. Coppola. Uh, oh, it was Coppola Estate, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Which is, like, amazing. And I think um, they were trying to hint to the fact that Francis was there and oh. we were just like, yeah, not really interested. Because, like, how, like... Were they? Yeah. Anyway. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> oh, like, they were, like, when we were back upstairs. I would have loved to have met him. He's, uh, like, one of my... I just didn't want yeah, to get Yeah, that's what he's going to do, cause... come downstairs and meet you. One of my favourite... <laughs> no, he's just, like, because he goes there all the time yeah. and has lunch. One and... of my favourite movies is, is Dracula that he, he did. So it was a... Uh, and they had, they had like, costumes from Dracula there. And stuff oh. from Marie Antoinette. Yeah. And wow. it was, like, if you have a go, go, because it's just... I've, I've been to the Napa Valley, but I did one of the, like, you hop on a bus and you do a bus tour, which is yeah. fine, because if you don't have any other way of doing it, it that's a good way of doing it and I still remember the place I went for lunch had the most amazing fish with this really buttery beautiful French mashed potato underneath and it was like and literally I don't 2009 that happened and I still think about that meal that's how good it was but it's interesting to do winery tours because I um in the states because I did one uh, just away from Seattle as well, oh, and wow. who knew they did wine like up that? Was it more far? like your whites, like your rieslings, and those kind of like German? No, they cold- had they had Syrah. Oh really? So um, I was surprised that they had wineries up there yeah. but i guess you know maybe in particular because i suppose especially that's so heavy with the rain and stuff up there i always think of seattle yeah. associated with rain yeah. i suppose because it was inland a bit and so uh. it was a little bit rockier 
where we went. But um, I just always remember being confused by words like Syrah and I was like, oh, okay. And then I'd never had a Zinfandel before and oh, that's where yeah. I first tasted a Zinfandel. So, and I think that was the first time I tasted a Tempranillo as well. So it like opened my eyes. But I think a Syrah is just Shiraz. We just call it Shiraz. It's the same grape as mm. far as I'm aware. Um, it's just that old world tend to call mm. it Syrah, whereas for some reason or other in Australia and Partly in New Zealand mm. originally, I think they go more Syrah now. Um, they called it Shiraz because um, it sounds not- better than Australian accent. Well, because you can talk about Shiraz, mate. I like to have a glass of Shiraz with Shazza. <laughs> Gaza. Can you imagine Australians trying to say Syrah? Hi, can I have a Syrah, please? Yeah, because it Syrah. doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hey, can I bring this back to movies for a second and just uh, point out that there was a, a movie in two thousand and four uh, that was around uh, wine tasting in California. Which I mentioned like five minutes ago called Sideways. Well, you didn't mention about Paul Giamatti being in it or oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Hey, we got distracted by life conversations. Trying to get you back onto the, How dare the track, we? trying to focus you away from that Cause tangent. Because he, he feels guilty because the last two episodes were basically tangents he created. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to keep them in line this oh, time. Oh, dear. Um, so you had like those kind of things and mm. like, you know, we just went off on that tangent, like food and wine has like that really strong kind of um, sense memory kind of thing yeah. with it. So if you think of a nice glass of champagne on like you see someone drinking a nice glass of champagne in a movie, you go, oh, yeah. And that lovely bubbly feeling that you get on your tongue, like it's got that real yeah. – Everything about it. I know I started drinking Pinot Noirs after uh, seeing Sideways. (laughs) Anything but Merlot. Not drinking any fucking Merlot. I don't think oh. I've ever seen Sideways. Oh, oh it's very cute. It's it. And yeah. especially if you like wine as well, it's great to watch a wine movie if you're into wine, as well as as long as they do it correctly, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. But I always feel like a bit of a dill when, like, I went down south a little while ago um, and doing the wine tasting thing, and I always feel like a bit of an imposter yeah I do that and I'm like smelling it and you know doing the whole oh you've got to have two sips to taste it and it's like oh that's it's so smooth and oh it's oaky and I'm like I do taste those things but I feel like such an idiot saying it yeah Yeah. but you don't necessarily need to stand there and give your opinions like so "Mm, it's good Mm. that works quite well just Mm. a well, if it makes you feel better, when I was working down south as a journo, um, I had to do food and wine reviews. Ah. I have no idea what I was talking about because I don't really like food and wine. It's not really my thing. Like I thought you were going to say, I don't really like food. Well, I mean, obviously I love food. Everyone loves food. But it's not like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about oh. with wine. So I was making up all these bullshit words. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oaky. I'm like, is it oaky though? I'm not sure. You know so, how you know? You look at the back of the bottle and it tells you. I pretty you. much just wrote exactly what was on the bottle into mm. my review yeah yeah <laughs> just work it in yeah yeah so, that works but you know it, it, yeah i'd go to these restaurants and just get these lavish meals and just this wine and oh i'm my just god like, what a job it's a good why job. did you move back up here i know why did i know <laughs> <laughs> she missed us i think is the yeah. thing but yeah i had no idea what i was talking so about. this whole um idea of talking about food movies started with the movie chef yeah and the tv series the chef movie and the then chef show the chef show yeah, yeah. so i um um, I made the special um, the Scarlett Johansson pasta. Um, too much oil. Like I don't know how on earth you're supposed to consume that much oil. I tried to dangle it off the pasta <laughs> oh, and wow. get rid of as much as possible and then I took a paper towel to it. No. Uh, but it's still like, oh, that's a lot of oil. Yeah. Was it oily as hell in the movie though? <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, but it's it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a little bit oily and decadent, I think. I don't think it's something that you'd eat a whole bowl of in the way that they do. Mm. Um, yeah, it always seems like it a good idea. It was really tasty, though, but just a bit too oily. Did you get, yeah. a, big, did you get a big fork into the, the I fork? I don't have a big fork. I'm <sighs> sorry. I use tongs. It's kind of like it's kind of like the thing that you just go out there and just go, I don't have a big fork. Fuck, I'm going to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a big fork. Yeah. That's right. A big fork. Past a fork. So it's, it's, it's carving good. fork. It's good, when, it's good when you go to Satan's house because it's like he's always got the fork <laughs> ready. There you go. Thank you very much, Satan. <laughs> I don't think I've ever visited Satan's house. Does it live nearby? Oh, have you not been invited? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better about myself, actually. And I always thought I'd be down there. That's going to be the most, the more exciting place to go, I think. You reckon? Well, based, oh, yeah. on, based on the uh, the really religious people saying who's going to hell, it sounds more of a party to me. <laughs> you, go to, you go to heaven's full of religious people. You don't want that. <laughs> no, and I reckon there's not going to be that many people up there anyway. Most of the people are going to be like, you know. Yeah, based on the rules down. that exist. Like, uh, yeah, that's right. We're basically all down there. Oh, yeah. Apart yeah. from Israel Folau. <laughs> <laughs> Joke of the year. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny, but yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty. According funny. to him, I, I I saw like an article where apparently his church is like uh, believes that uh, most Christians are going to hell except for them. Like even even our like your prime minister, he's he's apparently according to Falau, he's going to hell as well. All the people who are like you know in different countries that aren't Catholic. Oh, sorry, aren't. Christian or yep. whatever, or they practice different. Can you imagine? Most of the world is not Christian, no. so like most of us are going to hell. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a party. Looking it is to it. gonna be a party, <laughs> a nice diverse party uh, without any of those annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to you know celebrate my religion in front of the stove, which is food. Yes, okay. food and cheese. I oh, did like cheese. those wafers they had at the church. Do you remember? Uh, you did wafers? I, I, I uh, like drug, conscientiously right? objected yeah. to them. At, uh, did you really? Yeah. Well, I, you missed out. They were good. You put no, no, them no, in no, your no, mouth no, no, and I they did, just slowly dissolved. No, I did have them, but then I, I like, got to a point where I was like, this is bullshit, and then stopped having them. So, All oh, right. Yeah. No, I'd still have them even though I, I disagreed just because I liked the taste of them. They had no taste I really. It's just they oh, pair well with my cheese. I would love to know where they get those from. These, um, you know, body of God crackers from <laughs> Jesus. Duh. <laughs> from Jesus, because I love those body of Christ crackers. Yeah, I do. You know what? That is the best. Um, oops. Is it though? No, but it's they're, the closest version. I was going to say, I've had those before. Yeah, they pair well with, good with cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you me. break it up and make it a little bit smaller and then just leave it in your mouth to dissolve, it does give you that Catholic feeling. What if that, <laughs> if that's had, what you want. What if you had one of those sherbet frisbee, you know, the flying saucers thing? Too oh, sweet. yeah. Yeah, but if, if you had one of them without the sherbet in it, would that be the same thing? I don't know. Yeah. Are we going to annoy people? I honestly yeah. think that is the closest thing. Yeah, Do you want me to, to pause a... while you two eat the bloody No, no, thing? that's all right. I'll just consume this one and we can talk about. If you just salivate and just let it like melt in your mouth, then. Uh, just let it dissolve. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll stop chewing and I, just let it dissolve. I was always like the the priest, because like, they have the, the hosts in the in the uh, the thing and they'd be like a bit smaller than that, uh, like, you know, uh, about 10 cent, uh, 20 cent piece. Like, kind a of bit size. smaller than that, yeah, he so, says, on a podcast. I know. That's why I said, that's why I said like a 20 cent piece. Kind of size, but the priest would have this massive. Twenty cent in which currency? In Australian, okay. Australian currency. The priest would have this big. Was it a standard twenty cent? <laughs> 
He'd have this massive one that's about the size of this road <laughs> protector. I can't see that. It, it's like, he, he, he had he had one which was bigger like, than the palm of your yeah, hand. It was it was the size of a size of a tangerine. It was the size of a di- like a um, a CD. It was the size of a CD. Mm. Was what he had, and he'd like hold it up. And uh, he'd do this thing where he like breaks it in two, yeah. kind of thing. And you go, why can't I have that one? <laughs> you know, if I'm going to go to all this effort of coming to church, at least I can have a feed. It's not edible, that one. No, 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 he did. He broke he, yeah, he yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's quite edible. Yeah. And then really? he grabbed out his cheese. He and he had some cheese. No. Well, he that. did have wine, so you'd imagine there would be some cheese as well. He's got some cheese on the side that he just... Why are we not eating cheese? We can eat cheese if you want. Not on air. I yeah. think that would be weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, as Dad said, no more eating on podcast because the first episode of Wadcast Wodca- um, that I recorded with him, I had some chocolate coated. No, they weren't just chocolate coated. They were coffee beans that were coated in caramelized white chocolate. Oh, that's right. Freaking. Oh. Lovely. I listened to that episode. Crunchy as fuck. <laughs> I hate when people eat. Like I don't like that mastication noise at all. Mm-hmm. It, like. Chris gets the eyeball if he's doing it too loud. Um, and See? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just – it's always too loud. What's, that, this. Condi- what's that condition called? It's um, misophonia. misophonia. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I have that. I 100% have that unless it's my child eating and then I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's really weird. <laughs> it's – Pregnancy hormones must do some no, weird no, it counts shit. Like, it counts like that with the dogs. Like the dogs, they go – <laughs> oh, See? love you. It's a fair love baby you. thing. You do it, it's like, ah. <laughs> I, I've got my mouth shut. I've got my mouth shut. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm there. It's like, why, why, why are you so anxious, Lewis? I don't know. It's like, it's like, cat leaves the house. I get a bowl of fucking cereal. Just like, <laughs> eat this here and enjoy it. Like, eating everything that crunches yeah. as loud as yeah, possible. Yeah. People with misophonia, they destroy enjoyment of food. It's just, it's horrible. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like lip smacks. So editing these podcasts sometimes are really awkward because like people have to. Before they say something, just does my head in. <laughs> I love you guys. We're You're all gubby. Gubby bit gum face. I don't know what. Oh, yeah, so that episode didn't annoy me. So it mustn't have been that bad. No, but dad listened back to it because, like, he's like me. He can't stand the oh. crunching. And he's just like, yeah, let's not do that again. I'm like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Anyway. Mm. I'm, gen- I'm generally down. With- I-, I can ignore, like, food sounds and stuff like that. But the only time it gets on my goat is uh, in movies where you see next to somebody who is like, they- they- there's something about popcorn where people go, <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but that's not that's not how people normally eat. That's, that's like- you know what this always just reminds me of? And I still think about it is your story about your dad who turned around in the cinema please retell that story because it's the highlight of my life i love it so much so my dad and i were seeing the new james bond film i think it might have been what was the one before skyfall um that's casino royale specter i might it it was um, the one it was the second one anyway it's not it's really not that important anyway yes that's right so we're sitting there we're enjoying it and then about three quarters of the way through the film my dad turns around to this guy who had a packet of chips he'd been eating them and he goes are you gonna finish those anytime soon (laughs) (laughs) and then after the guy because he was making quite a bit of racket the movie was almost finished like the whole time it was just 
And James Bond movies are long. They are. And, yeah, he just, this guy just slowly put the chips next to him and just sat there. I don't think he moved for the rest of the film. He was just sat there. So, no, it was quite, quite. Cracks me up. adorable. (laughs) When Kat and I saw, I think it was Toy Story the other week. Um, we, we sat down in our seats and uh, Kat was there and uh, she just went, no, nah, you're going to have to swap seats with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> they got, they, I don't know if it was a guy or a, dude, or a chick that was sitting next to uh, Kat, but they were really loud. Like, it annoyed me and I don't get annoyed by this, as, as I mentioned. <laughs> and so Kat had to, like, we changed seats, which would have been really odd for the person, like, why did they move? No, but they, no, it's because, like, oh, no, because I asked to change seats. Yeah. I, was very, um, I was very subtle about it, yeah. I thought. Yeah, so Until you actually change seats, that's pretty obvious. No, yeah. of, like it could have been the lady next to Lewis that was really annoying him. They talked all through the movie, by the way. I know. Old people in movies at the moment are really bad. When we went to see um, White Crow, there were some old people behind me and I had to chuck them the look. Uh, it doesn't Ooh, matter how many look. times you chuck the look, they dig in their heels and go, no, nah, you can't tell me not to talk. I know. And you can't tell them. Like if it had been a kid, I would have like turned around and said, look, if you don't shut up, I'm going to. I oh, know. I don't. I, I I have turned around and told people, "Can you shut up, please?" I, I won't to an old person though. Oh, I will. Oh, really? Next yeah. time I'm bringing you to the movies, it's just absolutely don't like, ruin yeah, my enjoyment of the film. Yeah, I feel weird about telling old people. Yeah, like, I think it's okay for kids, but yeah, at the moment it's like, yeah, it's I just, just can't do it. Some boundary yeah. thing. I don't know. It's weird. You respect your elders or some shit. Don't worry. Yeah. There'll be a time and you'll be old, and once you're old, you can tell the old people. Oh no, to shut I'm just up. gonna talk through the movie. <laughs> 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 Go get my own time back. Get my own back. Uh, I don't, and, and I think the guy, the guy that was doing it as well, is a, a, a critic or a reviewer. Mm. As kind of like seriously, like you know, we've said it before. Like if your job is to go and watch these films and then you know give your opinion mm. of them, we don't want to hear your fucking opinion while we're watching the film. Mm. I got the idea that he'd seen it before and he was bringing Doesn't someone matter. to see it, and so he was explaining it. But you don't need so he's ex- basically mansplaining yeah. the movie to this old woman that he was with, and I was just like, my. But you don't need is to it the one the that's always does it? Yeah. Um, no, no, okay. no. Okay, wasn't, different wasn't, one. No, yeah. Okay, we all know who we're talking <laughs> about. We won't say it on yeah. air. No, uh, yeah. And so the, I wouldn't have sat in those seats if. Oh no, but, yeah. no. As soon as that particular person comes in, I, I make I've sure I've been I'm, known I'll, to move. Oh, yeah, mm. me too. He <laughs> sat behind me once, and I'm just like, you know what? I think I might be too close to the screen. <laughs> There, we, we've gotten up uh, during films when he's there and, and moved away from him. You've like, told him to be quiet before, haven't you? I have. I think oh, been really? with, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I was with you. Good for you. And you turned around and went, shh, at him. Good for you. It's infuriating. The funny thing is, is that uh, there's, there's – No, there's, okay, let's not talk about that because that's going to give away who it is. We'll <laughs> 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 oh, have, have to do that after, after the show. After oh, the show, we'll have a little very conversation. Intrigued. So have but a long time ago, we were talking about chef. I was just going to say – well, and we I'm, were going to talk about all the like the food movies under the world, but um, maybe maybe we'll just um, leave that and maybe no, next... I've got a list here. <laughs> no, maybe next. Oh, really? No, she'll let, let, do only half let me hours. She'll let her do the let me do the list. Give, let me do my thing, man. Do the list. Julie and Julia, Ratatouille, Chocolat, and Waitress were the other ones I had listed. That's my Ooh. list. Have you guys uh, seen Julie and Julia? Yes, I. I feel like I have. Yeah, that's like Meryl Streep as Julia Childs. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Ratatouille, you love. I love Chocolate I haven't seen for a long time. And Waitress, they cook pies. I've never seen pies. Chocolate. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have I you seen think... Waitress? It ter- they turned it into like a Broadway 
show. No, was that that was an 80s movie, wasn't it? No, uh, it's got Kerry Russell in it and she's in an abusive relationship with her husband mm. and she, her only joy in life is cooking pies and she's the waitress of this, like, little diner and uh, everyone's always excited to see what pie she's bringing into work the next day. It sounds terrible, but it's great. And now it's a, uh, a movie. Oh. I mean, a, a uh, Broadway thingy. Well, to add a couple on there, um, I quite like Burnt, the Bradley Cooper one, because I think that chefs to me seem to be like artists. Like there always seems to be something a little bit like because they're so passionate about their food, there's other things in their lives that they quite often seem to drop. And that story kind of – and I think like Chef really kind of captures that. And we don't find out until we watch – um, the chef show, which maybe we should go into that on another episode. Let's we'll maybe do a John Favreau episode because that man is a god. Um, but like Burnt kind did. of captures that pain and and that kind of side of things. And the other one that does that as well, I think, and it actually shows like the journey of becoming a chef, like knowing how to cook versus becoming a chef in the French way anyway, hmm. was um, The Hundred Foot Journey. Did you ever watch that? No, that's the one with Helen Mirren in it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. That is amazing. And, like, that whole thing of someone trying to, like, they define themselves by something and really trying to find themselves, I think that that was, that was a really good story. You you watched it, didn't you? Yeah, Luke? yeah. It's, it's uh, the story about a uh, the Kadam family who moved to France where they open up a, you know, Indian restaurant across the road from a French Michelin star restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, Helen Mirren is the, uh, the the proprietor of the, the Michelin star restaurant and she kind of like initially takes an affront to this uh, Indian restaurant being opened across the road from her uh, and then but then they, uh, she realises that the uh, the son is actually like an awesome prodigy for, mm. for cooking and then she ends up like training him and stuff like that so it was a yeah, really interesting story I mean Particularly for for me, because of my family background from India, um, it was interesting to see you know that that sort of played out there. And actually, I've also got a family background in Paris, in France as well. So it was a, la la. Yeah, a bit of a mis- mishmash of my my <laughs> cultural backgrounds. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have Italian in my family, and that's why I fucking love pasta. I love <laughs> pasta. Have you watched The Trip or The Trip Italy? Mm-hmm. Aren't they just wonderful movies? Oh, my God. I love The Trip. I, love, I can't believe we haven't thought about that before, but that's the whole point of all of those films. The mm-hmm. Trip to – was there one to Spain? Yes, that's the third one. Yeah. I feel like the third oh, was one the third was the third one a movie or was it a TV? Because the, no, there was a TV was, series, wasn't there? They were all TV series and they there was – no one was a movie. I'm pretty sure the trip. No, they were all. Really? Uh, I know wrong. that the tri- the I've original trip the, the and TV? the original um, Italian thing were shows first, then, and yeah. then they got cut down uh, to TV movies. versions. Uh, I don't know if they did the same thing with the Spain one, or whether they just released uh, the the film as a film instead of having a TV series then a film. Right. I remember seeing one at the movies. It was possibly the the, the or Spanish, Spanish one. one, possibly, yeah. Because the Italian one wasn't all that good, and then the Spanish one, I think his son gets someone knocked up. There's yeah, a bit of a story, like mm. a good, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I can't even recall. Mm. But I I love Ratatouille, and when I was little, I actually created a character before this film came out. It was a French mouse that was a chef. Oh. It was actually a mouse, not a rat. But um, oh yeah. wow, and yeah, because I was quite 
creative writer. I thought you were going to say kooky, but yep, <laughs> no, keep going. Both. But yeah, so I used to win all these like little writing awards at school. So yeah, one of the ones that I had won was a French mouse that was a chef. No. So everyone was a little bit freaked out when, when the film came out that I had – and this was years before. Mm. I was maybe – eight or something wow. at the time yeah so that's quite odd did the mouse do all the hmm. cooking itself or was yeah it-, it was a french mouse that what? used to cook and he could talk oh man um it, it was super weird very oh. very weird if um, only you'd, you'd if- sold that to pixar and like- <laughs> I'm, I, I have a feeling someone from pixar found <laughs> it somehow yeah it's through funny. the school's newsletter because they published it in the newsletter <laughs> no it's funny way you maybe that's that. what they do i'm like Someone's found it. I wrote a book about a dog that was a detective and now you've got Paw Patrol. I mean, come on. Oh, man. You guys are getting ripped off left, right and center. It's crazy. Do you know in in Ratatouille, um, the... the critic, the mm. um, who's the, the the food critic, how he's so like you know gets onto their their side at the end of the film because he cooks in the ratatouille, yeah, and he's like, oh my god, this is excellent, and well, <laughs> you get the point. Um, the uh, somebody actually did some digging into the into the, the footage and realized that uh, when you see. Uh, Remy in the old woman's house uh, at the beginning of the film uh, that he's like been watching her cook and, and doing all that kind of stuff uh, that that old woman is actually the mother of the food critic no. oh really but there's a photo or something. Yeah, yeah there's a photo, and they've, they've, they've basically gone. Look, this is the same book. This is the same chair. This is all this, this here, and so that's, good. that's how Remy knew how to make food like his mum because he's been that studying is his so mum. Cool, I love that. That is a cool film. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mind blown. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> and it's, it's it's like it's just yeah. It you you look at the the, the picture. They're bloody right. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Can you post that to the Facebook site? Because uh, that's just amazing. Yeah, that I'll, is really I'll cool. I'll track it down. Yeah, that'd be cool. Another food film, Harold yeah. and Kumar. Oh, my goodness. Because technically it kind of Haven't is. Haven't you always wanted to go to White Castle? <laughs> Have you, like, every time. I'm just like, I want to go and get those fries that they're eating. And I'm just I just like, want the tiny burgers. The tiny, oh, same. The tiny and now burgers. sliders are everywhere. Oh. Yeah. But I um I went to New Jersey and wanted to try and find White Castle but couldn't. So, oh. Oh, so you ended up on a little journey like Harold and Kumar. Um, not, not quite the same journey that they went on. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much. Uh, no. And I suppose you could count the uh, Cornetto trilogy as food, kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, I think very probably. loosely. There's tomato sauce as well. That's true. That's mm. true. Mm. So. Uh, I like that you're trying to squeeze that in. I love it. Uh, Cornetto. Cornetto. <laughs> What else? I I feel like there's some sort of food movies that were missing. Oh, there's like it's no reservations. Huge. That there's, one with oh, Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones and what was it? Aaron? What's his name? Aaron. Um, Uncontrollable. Yeah, no, that's a different one. Uncontrollable. I was thinking about something else. Is there another? I don't know what I was Indian thinking. Indian food-related film that Ooh, came out recently. Oh, the Lunchbox. Yes, that's the one I'm talking. Yeah, that was a great film. That was good. The yeah. Lunchbox. So, Is that the one where he's the? Um, no, I'm thinking of something. So else. he goes to work and he accidentally gets somebody else's lunch because what happens um, is that this is yeah because they have s- like the um the what are they called ba, 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 not the charwallers. Um, I don't know what they're called. Um, what are those things? The stacked boxes called Lou. Um, oh, I can't remember. But so they have like their their wives cook them their mm. food, mm. 
Uh, this is in India, and um, then they get delivered to their workplace by a delivery person. Yep. And someone's delivered the wrong food to this guy, and he normally gets his food because he's single and he he gets it from, like, the, a takeaway store all the time. And, um, yeah, and this conversation starts happening through the lunch boxes. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He writes a little note to say, I think I got the wrong lunchbox. This was amazing, blah, blah, blah. And she sends him another letter and back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, that was a cool film. Yeah, it was really lovely. Oh, I can't remember what those lunchboxes are called. I feel They're so silly. They're pretty cool, though. Um. So there was a documentary that they had at Luna going back a few years ago and it actually showed. So basically this husband, um, I think it was like the journey and because they've got this incredible tagging system and yet they find their way to the right person every day. So like the guy goes off to work and then, you know, the the lady of the house starts cooking lunch for him mm. and then it gets there. It's amazing. Um, Tiffin Waller. Tiffin, Tiffin, Tiffin Waller. Tiffin Box. How could I forget Tiffin? Oh, my goodness. Sorry. That's cool. I was just like doing Whereas my head something in. I've never heard of before. So there you go. You know more than I do. Oh, yeah. We're getting quite hungry talking about all weird this Weird accumulation of knowledge in this head. Oh, you just closed all your rings, apparently. Oh, oh well done, Lewis. You earned an I've award. been sat on my butt way too much. To- <laughs> I don't think I'm even going to close my stand circle today. That's how bad it's been. <laughs> Got no. no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, it's an Apple Watch <clears throat> addict. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I think maybe we should because I'd really like to get into Chef because, I mean, that was one of the reasons that we went to New Orleans because um, we had a few days where we could go to another city and we threw up on a couple of groups that were on, on Facebook and said, where should we go? And New Orleans kept on coming up. and like, maybe we should go there. I'm so glad you did. And, like, beignets and andouille sausage and eating crocodile and doing all the things – uh, yeah, sorry, eating alligator, pardon me. Finding out what alligator pears were. Like, it was. What's it was, an alligator pear? It's an avocado. Oh, now think about it. Right, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. So, um. And finding just, out the, um, uh, the holy trinity of, uh, Cajun food. Creole. So, Creole food? Yeah, never eating Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why another time. Um, but, yeah, it was just like one of those things where Chef did not let us down. Like yeah. that whole passion for food down there mm-hmm. is almost as big as the passion that he has for food. And I'm sorry, but there is nothing hotter than John Favreau when he cooks that pasta for Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I don't care how oily it is. Like that scene was hot. Like, seriously, John Prevost all the way. I do love the whole cooking of the sandwich for the very first time as well. Yeah. Um, With uh, John Linguizamo and his son and teaching him how to flip them and, you know, um, making sure that – they brush on the butter a certain yeah, and way. Yeah, keep it all, and, like, nice and even. And- yeah, and I do like that you mentioned, like, in the chef show how he's he went through such, like, accurate training to make sure he, you know – did everything correctly that sometimes they stuff up in movies about mm. chefs. So. And it's obviously a passion for him. Mm. Like um, I think that that's the thing that he really got hold of, like the story right and and worked with the chef to get it all right. And I think that's – I don't know whether it is right or not because I don't know enough about the movie, but Burnt felt that way as well, like that whole thing of like the, the failures. Like it's a hard industry. Oh, mm. I always think of how – fast paced it is and how quickly and I'm really fun like when I go to a restaurant and I'm sitting there I'm always thinking about what's going on 
in, in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, and it's hard not to because it's so fast paced and it's quite an incredible. It's, it must be a very stressful job. And organized chaos, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and chefs move quite often. Mm. As mm. someone who's worked in the wholesale food. Yeah, business. Yeah, you know, this feels like it's a new chef every week. I mean, it's it, there's not, but it, mm. they do move around quite a lot. I think in some some places they do stick around. Like the um, oh, yeah. we had the awesome opportunity of doing a chef's table and sitting in the kitchen and like seeing everything going on, having that close contact with all the chefs that were working. That was a pretty pretty cool experience. Where was that? Um, it was at, so one of the resorts at Walt Disney World is called the Grand Floridian and they've got a restaurant called Albert and Victoria's Victoria. or Victoria and Albert's, oh, yeah, pardon yeah. me. Um, and that's one, they, so they, you can either go in and have the degustation or you can do the degustation at the chef's table. And that was an incredible experience, but, um, just seeing the like you're basically in the kitchen mm. and <laughs> you're watching them cook and yeah everything. like you kind of so got like amazing. a little like a little railing between yeah. you and like because you're supposed to stay in that area but watching them cook and you know being able to say oh what are you making and that kind of thing and you know interacting with the chefs that was quite interesting but i think that the chef's counter that we did um at in california that was a more interesting experience because they actually come across and talk to you and somehow i don't know how but there were four of us sitting in our group and they managed to really brief conversations, not like, what do you like? Mm. It was basically, is there anything that you don't like? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, what do you like? It was more what you don't like. And they came out with perfect dishes for all four oh, of wow. us each time. It was incredible. That's amazing. And it's like, how did you know that I liked scallops and he liked prawns? Like, how did you know that? Is That's, that just um, like a, some sort of like, how do you profile people? like interesting that's crazy there was a restaurant i don't know if it's still around but it was a japanese restaurant in perth where they cook in front of you oh. uh what do you call that um lou i want to say teppanyaki bar but yeah yeah, yeah. i think that teppanyaki is um yeah, yeah teppanido teppanido yeah. is the um walt disney world version of it yeah um and uh yeah. that's so cool to watch them and they chop things so mm. quickly and then they the theatric. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine it was quite an expensive date night for the person that I was going out with at the time, <laughs> no. and I don't think I appreciated it as much. Oops. But now I think about it, I'm like, mm, that would have been expensive. Oops. <laughs> the, the one thing I, I liked about the – well, one thing, was disapp- one thing that annoyed me about the um, chef's uh, counter was I was sitting there, and all night I was watching these, these racks of lamb being cooked. And, and you didn't get one? No. No, I did. Oh. I did. I did. Uh, but they um, – when they, they, they cooked them and then the end bit, the end bit that, uh, you know, is like, you know, the, the dryer. they cooked them like a mini roast. Yeah, the dryer bit. It's like they're not going to serve that to anyone. So I got cut off and I saw these bits of the end bit of the lamb getting thrown in the bin. <gasps> and I was like, oh, wow. I, I'd be like, I'd, I'd eat that. <laughs> I'd just pile them on a plate and I'll, I'll have those. They can make lamb sandwiches for the homeless or something. Yeah, it was just, it was sad to see the, yeah. uh, the, the making. I would have eaten them. Mm. Like, for lunch the next day. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the only thing that I was, I was like, oh, no. It's that really nice caramelized bit on the yeah. end. So uh, like, I imagine it's nice. I don't eat lamb. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's um, an interesting film called Sushi Girl, which I oh. watched. Um, it's actually got Mark Hamill in it. Yeah, um, I've heard of it. It's a very cool film at, with, a, with a twist. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Is that out. the one where they're serving the sushi on the women? Yeah. So th- 
the premise for the film is released from prison, a thief joins his partners in a crime for a tension-filled dinner that involves obviously the naked woman, uh, where she's got mm. the sushi on her. Um, but yeah, it's got a it's a killer twist. Really good, really Ooh, good film. Might have to check that one out. Mm. I just remember Sam- Samantha doing that in Sex and the City. Oh gosh! And then he didn't turn up, so she ended up eating the sushi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sliding off her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. it. Love it. Oh, dear. On that lovely note, shall we wrap things up and I get some so. food? I think we need to get some food. What yeah. do you think, Louis? Sounds good. Right, let's wrap it up then. Right. I want to eat this like cracker. sushi. Since you – who started this episode? <laughs> Me. You started this episode? I don't know. She did. Well, can someone I did, please remember, explain? I was like, let's get to it. <laughs> okay. That was me. Well, if you're going to be that person, you angry little lady, that <laughs> coffee's really kicked in, it hasn't has. it? It has. <laughs> and I've just um, probably blown everyone's ears. But you can wrap us out then. Um. Well, that's the end of the show. Please do uh, – <laughs> what do you even say at the end of the show? Please join us on our uh, podcast network, uh, The Gentleman of Pop Culture. Uh, dot com dot com rate review subscribe uh and we will be back join us on the socials we're on instagram we are facebook and on facebook because we're cool so that's what all the cool people do yeah we're, cool. we're cool we're in tracky day yeah that's right <laughs> and uh yeah we'll be back for uh some more more episodes in the near future excellent bye bye, bye. i'm gonna eat this cracker now <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the gentleman of pop culture